Yo, yo, welcome back to the Locks Lounge with your boy, your host, Tim Nicholas. Tonight, I am very excited because I have one of my great friends to be in the lounge with us tonight here from Dallas, Texas, my boy, Joseph Page of Restart Fitness. What's up, Joseph? Hey, what's going on, man? Glad to be here, man. Man, thank you so much for being here, man. It's a blessing to have you here tonight, man. Thank you. Man, it's real dope, man. We're going to really talk about this guy, man. We're going to get into a little bit of his story. He is a husband. He is a father. He is a churchgoer. He is a, you know, an entrepreneur. I mean, he's doing his thing out here in the streets, man. And, of course, he has dope locks, you know, so... He's already a part of the crew where he's supposed to be, so it's already a good look. So Absolutely. I appreciate you just being on, man. Man, definitely. Thank you for the invite, man. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, my man. Well, man, uh, born and raised in Lakeland, Florida. Um, you know, grew up most of my life in, like I said, North Philly. Uh, moved mm-hmm. back to Florida to attend uh, high school, played football, went off to college. Uh, played a little arena football, got get to, went to the CFL, um, made a great career out there, man. Then I retired, man, because my body was just shutting down, man. Cold weather right then in, in Canadian. Um, then found my beautiful wife, yeah. uh, man. Started a family, and then my company started in 2012. So basically, just wanted to generate wealth. Okay. So that's really that's really a little bit about me, man. That's what's up, man. Well, you know, shout out to you just from, you know, going from different transitions of your career. You know, you started out, you know, from, you know, you said Lake. What, what part of Lake Mary, Florida? Lakeland. Lakeland, Florida. Oh, yes, okay. Sir. So that's like closer to uh, like Orlando area, right? Absolutely. So we got a Florida dude in the house tonight. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But but I'm going to tell you all a little bit about Joseph. He he grew up in North Philly. North Philly, 23rd and Diamond. Amen. Eagles. We fly high. We fly high <laughs> up in this joint, man. For real, for you real. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, let me tell you, I'm from Southwest Philly. So 47th and Upland, shout out to y'all. You know, I got nothing but love for y'all. But at the end of the day, yo, we are Eagle fans through and through. And anybody that ever wants to talk to us, any Cowboy fan that want to talk trash to us, yo, we, at us. we coming for you. <laughs> Y'all done seen, we boo Santa, so don't, don't even rock with us if Easy. it's a problem, you know what I'm saying? Easy. Exactly. So I'm just letting you know you got two of the like, you know, grittier dudes here. So don't don't come for us. <laughs> oh no, no, right. <laughs> like for real, man. But you know, really shout out to you for making the transition from football to also going into health and wellness and then starting your business. You know, you're a black entrepreneur out here in these streets, man. And, um, you know, one of the things I want to just ask you off the top is, you know, how did you make that transition from going in from arena football to CFL, you know, all these different uh, leagues into really just being an everyday family man? Uh, It was a really hard transition. Um, As most athletes, we endure uh, the temptations. You know, we glorify the lifestyle and the um, life that comes with being an athlete. And I was just able to enjoy it at a high level. Um, But that does come to an end because at the end of the night, you want to be loved by somebody. And it's an easy decision to transition into the family lifestyle. That's something that you grew up wanting. For sure. That's what's up, man. Hey, it's a hard transition, you know, especially when that's all you've known. Most of your right. childhood and you, right. you, you really train right. for it day in and day out. Right. And then next thing you know, you got to find a different trade. But it yes. seems like you went into that trade pretty seamlessly because it was it was pretty much the way you grew up. Right, man. You know, so, you know, in Philly, you got to hustle. Absolutely. So I think the hustle was definitely instilled in me. It was kind of a part of me. It was part of my life. Um, and then just to be able to bring the business savvy um, to it, 
entrepreneurship was definitely a calling from the beginning. Absolutely. Well, well, man, you know, the premise of our show is really tied to, you know, lock professionals. Absolutely. So, you know, brothers that have locks like us, sisters mm-hmm. that have locks like us. Absolutely. So, you locks know, natural <laughs> hair, all those things. So um, we talk a lot about experiences in the barbershop. Okay. So, you know, growing up, that was my very first job, just to let y'all know, that was my very first job was working in a barbershop at 12 years old. So, you know, barbershops, the cornerstone of the community is really important to me just as as a black man because it just brings so much culture. It brings so much even awareness into the city like, yo, this is how you need to conduct yourself in, in certain places, in certain areas. And you really don't learn that, you know, in the inner city unless you go to the barbershop. Absolutely. So tell me what the barbershop did as an experience for you just overall. Uh, man, again, uh, so in Florida, man, I would hear a lot of old heads. Old heads would come in there, you know, every weekend. It was like a tradition. And they would be like, hey, I'm getting time away from my wife. But they would just tell stories. They would just drop gym. And they would really kind of talk about the community. Mm-hmm. So just being in a barbershop, I would kind of just see how men interacted amongst themselves. Like, men, the masculinity was definitely alpha. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. And That's just true. being able to see them, you know, kind of, you know, joke, you know, really talk about sports, but really just really kind of just hone in on the, 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 the community, you know, and that's what it was really about. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, man. So, you know, we, we were talking a little bit about, you know, your, your family, you know, your financial, you know, standing, what you want to do financially and as far as building generational wealth, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so just tell me a little bit, how did you get into the health and fitness industry? You know, how did you make that transition and that shift? Well, it's kind of crazy. So as I was entering my third season in Winnipeg, um, working out and like they have uh, fitness clubs um, such as like Lifetime mm-hmm. and uh, met a gentleman and basically he gave me the idea of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the item, what I mean by idea of nutrition, he started asking me like nutritional questions, like supplement questions, things of that nature, mm-hmm. performance enhancements. And I basically didn't know nothing about it. He was like, wow, well, your body, he was just looking at my physique. So basically, he kind of planted the idea. And then I got my nutrition um, certification in 09 with NASM. Um, And never looked back since. That's what's up, man. I've heard that the NASA certification is one of the hardest ones to to get. Top top of the line and very true. It took me about, um, it took me two tries, so about a year and a half to, to acquire that cert. That's what's up, man. Well, shout out to you for doing that. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> hey, man, if y'all are looking for somebody, I'm telling you, this dude, he's, he's built like a brick house, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> all natural. Hey, all natural. He, he not taking Epic Grow, the creatines and all that. You know, hey, you know what? Let me tell you about this guy, too. Uh, one of the more supportive friends that I have. Um, he, when, back in 2019, uh, your boy, Mr. Locks Lounge himself, believe it or not. Yes, sir. <laughs> I went ahead and I uh, uh, competed in a bodybuilding competition in Houston, Texas. Not only was uh, one of my closest friends, my best friend, Trelon Hogan, was there, but uh, I also had my boy Joseph Page right here with me, cheering me on throughout the whole day. So, you know, I'll never forget that time that you came down, saw your boy, you know, doing his thing out there. He killed it, too. Don't let him lie to you. He killed it. Yo, I wouldn't say that, fam. Nah, he killed it. For his first time, he killed it. I seen a lot of people freeze. He didn't freeze. He killed it. Man. (laughs) In my mind, I froze up. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, when they, they call my name on stage, bro, here it is. I'm all greased up, holding them up, poses a while, boy. I know. Holding them and everything. I'm I'm yeah. trying to get it right. You know what I'm saying? I'm I got like, videos. Hey. Trust me, I got them. <laughs> I was trying, man, but yeah. you know, but it was it was a fun event, man. It you was. Know? It was. I, I tell people, I thought that, that some of the people were just gonna be like very intimidating based on their look and their physique. Right. The, the people that I met are some of the nicest, coolest people. Down to earth. Like, man. super down to earth. They're a family. They ask questions. And they want to know, you know, just what's your regimen. They want to know so that they can help you and you can help each other. It's really like a family. So, so I know that you had mentioned that you were thinking about competing or you are yes. training. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. So, I've been on a year and a half journey. Okay. Um, so, as of course, you know, I'm a family man for... Um, so I take um, I take my time. So again, since I'm natural mm-hmm. and not using any performance enhancements, um, any DOMs or any SUPS, it actually takes a lot longer to produce dense muscle. So my, yeah. I'm currently in my bulking stage, planning on hitting my first show in July, right around my birthday when I turn 37. 37. Big number. 37. <laughs> July what? July 18th. Okay, so you, so you the know. oh the show is going to be uh the the ninth. July so night. Be, yeah, it's going to be oh uh, a uh, week wow. or like a week and a half before my show. Is it here in Dallas? Uh, no, it's going to be in Austin. In Austin, yeah, okay. it's going to be in Austin. Man, my show was on July 9th, twenty nineteen. That's that, bro, crazy. they keep them. They keep them. I think they try to keep them the same dates That's because crazy. of the the the, uh, the season. Okay, for the competitors. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So you're um so you're going to be doing that. Do you know which um which show you're going to be doing? I I will be doing classic physique. So okay. because uh I do have a coach. Uh, I try to do um. Uh, basically, just regular physique. But okay. Just like, man, you got big legs, show your legs. So, hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump in that ball game, man. Go for it, man. Shoot, man. Dude, gonna have his thigh popped out like. <laughs> they gonna have to be in the bikini. Straight to hell. Oh, man. Bro, you gonna have a bikini on? Yeah. I ain't coming. Yeah. I ain't coming, bro. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you thought you was scared. You thought you was scared. Oh, man. Nah, I'm coming. Hey, I'm just joking, y'all. I'm joking. I'm gonna support my man. Y'all, I know y'all thinking like, yo, this, this dude, this guy. he is not. So he's not a good friend. You need to run. He ain't. A, he ain't even a good friend. He ain't gonna come to your show because you're wearing the tidy Jones. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, man. He, see, he wanna come. He's gonna roast me. Yo, I actually am gonna roast him though. I'm gonna roast this dude, man. But hey, I'm gonna still be cheering him on. Hey, I want him to get first place. Cause you know, with coming coming with first place or second place, you know you get nationally qualified. Yes, so, you gotta have man. two shows under your belt. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I think you'll do great, man. Man, thank you, man. I like that. Man, he, he gonna kill it, man. I, I was like, man, this dude, I need to work out with you again, bro. Man, let's do it, bro. We had a lot of fun too, bro. <laughs> man, dude, you had a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I tend to think that we're a good time. We work out, bro. Yo, anytime. Yeah, anytime, bro. We Eagle fans, come on, bro. We Eagle fans, you know, we got kind of that grit. Yo, we gully. That's what we say. Mm. Gully. Go get it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you, um, just as an entrepreneur, is what's one of the most rewarding things that has come from your business since you started in 2012? Um, one of the most rewarding things is I would have to say the sweat equity. Sweat equity that I built brick by brick and just kind of seeing where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the 
the advantage, the benefits that I have as being a father 24 seven, mm -hmm. right? I create my own schedule. I do whatever I want to on my time. And so that is kind of the biggest benefit, but definitely most importantly, the sweat equity, how I developed and built this brand. Blood, sweat and tears. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing comes, nothing worth having is, is worth, it'll come easy. No, say that, so. at all. I mean, and at, at the all. end of the day, man, I've seen where you started from. I remember meeting you, we met in 2015. Yes. And I remember when um, I had just started my business in 2017. Mm -hmm. So for the viewers, not only am I, you know, doing this great show, but my um, my trade is information technology. So I'm an IT consultant by trade. And, I, you know, I love my work. I love what I do. And I remember when Joseph had reached out to me to be a part of his business. He asked me to do reviews. But I remember when you were starting out and I remember just seeing yes. your menu. Right. He just he also does meal preps, too. Yes. So what he did was he sent me a comprehensive meal plan. It was a, it was a complimentary one. And him and his wife had put it together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no shade when I yeah. say this. Yeah. But. You could tell the progression because they were on Microsoft Word Microsoft Docs at the Word time. Microsoft Word Docs. They were on Microsoft Word yes. Docs. And so you know it was something that, that's, <laughs> that's what he's talking about with the blood, sweat, and tears. Because now, I bet you his stuff is on Canva now. Man. Where he got all these different designs and oh, these little pictures man. and stuff, man. <laughs> so I know you done, you done started from the bottom. Now you here, fam. And it was really a process, man. And, and I'm glad you said that because I used to get a lot of people that used to never receive those those word docs because it's, a lot of those don't transform in a new modern computer. <laughs> so I had to do a lot of resending. Oh, but yeah. it was really just kind of, um, you know, learning the market, coming to Texas, learning the market, and really building it. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Absolutely. Still is, man. Still is. So what's your client base right now? How many um, clients do you have? So I actually started off in Grand Prairie, as you know, mm -hmm. um, but now I service the entire DFW. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I actually have two contract trainers under me. Okay. Um, I actually have a full-time chef. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, man, it's actually really, really good. Congratulations, man. man. Thank you. Thank man. you. Well, what's, what, we, we hear the rewards of it. You know, you're able to have, you know, two trainers under you. You have a mm -hmm. full-time chef. Mm -hmm. You know, those are some of the rewards to it. But, you know, what are some challenges as an entrepreneur that you've had to experience, man? Uh, money. Mm -hmm. I mean, revenue. So when you're, when you're the head of the house, when you're the father, um, and you're always gone, right? You know, dollars is, are supposed to match that. And so when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes a lot of the times that's not going to match up all the time. Absolutely. You're, and especially in training, you know, this is one of the easiest things to give up or to cut out of your budget when you have a financial hardship. And so I had to be really creative with keeping that money flowing and having multiple streams of revenue within the same company. Yeah. So um, that's why I had to you know, do the meal prep, you know, do the online training, do the nutritional part. And so, yeah, that was the hardest part. Cause you know, you can't tell your wife, babe, let's just pay half of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's, 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 a, it's another ball game. It's a grind to it. It's a grind to it. Being <laughs> an entrepreneur a and a family man of four. Yes. I, I, well, I had four children. Yeah. 
I no longer have four. I have seven now. Yeah, seven. S- bigger. I have, I have a bigger family. <laughs> bigger family. Now. Overnight, it seems. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I can understand that when you have to really decide, when you're in the middle of a startup, and you have to decide how to use your, your funds, how to allocate your funds, because every penny counts. Every penny. Every single penny counts in that time. So you had to really decide if you were going to sacrifice certain things with your business in order to make you know, the financial decisions at home. I mean, yes. because home always comes first. Home always comes first. Yep. But it is moments where it's like, yo, I really don't care about home. I, I got to get, get this, this money. money. Yeah. I got to get this money. Yeah. But, hey, you know, that's it's money. It's money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, he just gave, he, yo, he went back to Lakeland on that one. Hey, but man, you come tell. on, man. <laughs> For real, man. So, man, I really appreciate just hearing a little bit about that, your, your story, your situation, you know, all those things about the business side and just what was more challenging, you know, with the, your business and what's been most rewarding too, man. So appreciate that, boss. Absolutely, man. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. You service a lot of people, man, you know, all over the DFW area, like you mentioned. What are you doing to take care of yourself as far as self-care? How are you taking care of yourself spiritually? emotionally, physically, um, all those ways as a man, as a black man, how are you taking care of yourself? Well, man, I'm, that's a great question, Tim. Um, the biggest thing for me, man, is peace. Okay. Um, I control my own peace. What I like to try to tell my clients, especially as a great distressor, especially in our weight loss journey, um, is to not allow people to be your emotional remote control. Mm-hmm. So if I can control my own emotions and don't allow you to affect me, Anything on the outside affect me and only I have control or I only have a select people that I allow to affect me, mm-hmm. then majority of my day, I already know how my attitude is going to be. I know how my spirit is going to connect and be glad and be peaceful. Um, but the biggest thing is just controlling my emotions because I do have anger issues. That's real. That's I'm a football player. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> real. He said, yo, I'm angry. Yo, I play football. Philly, you know that's it. Uh, that's really, that's I, really because what it I'm is. from Philly. I understand. Yo, we just angry people. That's you know, be so, real. Come on, man. I got a, I got a quick story to tell you. Talk to we, me. We're gonna, we're gonna get Talk back to into that. Talk to me. I remember going to Los Angeles, California, about three or four years ago, and a good friend of mine knows when I'm where I'm about to go with this. So, Chalon Hogan, if you are watching, you understand where I'm about to go. <laughs> So, my boy Trelon and I, we actually had a project out in Los Angeles back in 2018. It was his first time going out to L.A. It was, you know, it was just a cool time, right? Right. So, man, we ended up going to the Dodgers game. They were playing the Giants. Oh, so, you know, no, San Francisco Giants. In-state wow. rivalry, you know, all those types of things, man. It was actually Madison Bumgarner versus Clayton Kershaw oh, yeah. that night. Oh, yeah. Man, it was a good game. It was a really good game. And as we were leaving the parking lot after just <laughs> a great time, we had a couple of drinks. We were taking selfies. Man, it was a good time. Right, 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 right. Bobbing. Man, we walk into, back to the Uber, right? And this guy just was walking beside us. Black guy, he was walking beside us. 
and we were talking about something. We we were rather taking a picture. We were talking about how we were from Texas. We were talking to somebody, and they were like, yeah, we're from Texas. Right. So, of course, automatically, when people hear Texas, they think of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. So, so the oh, guy, he's man. like, he walking up. He like, oh, so y'all Cowboy fans, huh? Oh, no. Well, Trelon is a Cowboy fan because he was born and raised in Fort Worth. I right. understand. Absolutely. He The man even understood. Right. So he was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, y'all, from, y'all Cowboy fans? He was like. Yeah, I'm I'm a cowboy fan, and I was like, well, I'm not. I'm an eagle. I'm an Eagles fan. The way this man snapped at me, I mean, he started talking mad shit, y'all. I'm gonna keep it real. He he was talking mad shit, and it was really crazy. He was he just went off on me like, man, y'all don't win nothing. Y'all don't win nothing. And I was like, we just won the Super Bowl this year. (laughs) We just won the Super Bowl this year. So if you were a little angry because we won over the Patriots, I'm sorry. But he ended up snapping and he was just talking mad stuff. So finally, see, my anger wasn't in check in 2018 like it is in 2022. Right. Because I barked right back at him and was like, who the fuck is you talking to? Who who is you talking to? I snapped on this dude back. To the point where, like, Trelon was like, yo, walk that way. Walk man, that way. <laughs> man, what you, who you talking to? I'm, I'm with you. Because when it comes to me and my anger, man, I'm the type and I'm an Aries, too. Okay. Um, anytime I get angry, I can get angry like this, but shoot right, right down. back down. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, what the hell just happened? Right. And I think in that moment, I don't think Trelon even thought I was going to snap this hard. He mm-hmm. probably thought I was going to be, like, real chill. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I go up. He was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't think he ever saw me like that until <laughs> that day. So, man, California was a rude awakening for him. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. you know, it, it, no beef, no harm, no foul. He was like, look, we not from here, so we got to dip. Yeah, so, we got to get up out of here. You, gotta you don't want to get locked up in Cali. <laughs> nah. Uh-huh. You don't want to mess with them Cali boys. No, you know, no. We had a couple of other stories. You know what? It's story time today, y'all. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. It's story time. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, it's story time real quick, man. Listen, we saw a crazy situation on social media that happened yesterday or whatever. Yo, tell us about this, man. Man, so supposedly uh, I was, man, going through TikTok, man, and just, you know, just kind of browsing. And I seen this article pop up of this young lady kind of reaching out over social media, kind of saying, like, hey, guys, y'all did it once. Do it again. I want to find this guy. So supposedly it was a gentleman from Detroit, went down with his friends, having a great weekend, probably, you know, bumped into social. Um, But the young lady, they must have had a great time, a great weekend, because she was showing enough trying to find this man. Mm -hmm. And so sure enough, the wife of that man reached out to this lady and was like, hey, Sis, go his number, tell him that I gave you it and tell him, you know, basically good luck. And so the girl that was really reaching out, trying to find a man, would basically responded to the wife and was like, oh, man, I'm not going to call him, you know, whatever, whatever. But the wife was like, obviously, he didn't care. So, yeah, man, it was kind of a messy situation. Fellas, be careful. Yo. Man. Woo. Listen. <laughs> Woo. I have so many thoughts on this. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I feel like this is a, a, a Steve Harvey strawberry letter here. Uh, I do. show. Think about this. That's, it's close to it. Let me break it down just a tad bit Please. more. He, he broke it down very eloquently, but I'm going to break it down a tad Talk bit to more. Me. Talk okay? to me. Talk to me. 
The husband is from Detroit, mm. as he mentions. Mm. Flies down to Miami mm. and enjoys a good weekend with his boys. Mm. No harm, no foul. Mm. Right? Mm-mm. Then he comes up upon a beautiful melanated sister. Lord, hammers. He gets taken, swept away by this beautiful melanated sister. Lustful. Jesus. To the point where he's enjoying his time. Mm. She enjoying her time. So on the beach, they having a good time in Miami. Connection. It's just a connection, right? Then the girlfriend of the the young lady that we're talking about. it. Records on her. She recorded it and on her phone. She recorded the clip of the girl, her homegirl, mm-hmm. with this gentleman from Detroit. Gotta to be careful. So then that happens. The young lady says, oh, I got footage. So now, hey, if you could do for Sierra, you could do for me. Because oh. I, I done prayed the prayer a whole bunch of times. And now I'm asking for social media on my TikTok to try to find this man because he is out here. I mean, you like, y'all see this man? He the is. feds. So knowing that women have an intuition that only God gave them. Only God. We, we as men ain't got it. Not we, at all. We think we got intuition. We think that we Run, know Right into up. a wall. <laughs> but women got this God-given gift. It's like a six cent. Six cent, excuse me. So the wife reaches out. Fast, quick, in a hurry. It's the internet. Of course, she's seen it. Reaches out, right? And oh wait, she even told her, don't even delete the video because I don't want him lying. Damn. And says, oh, <clears throat> oh y'all, y'all doing y'all thing. Y'all can have a good time because he don't care anyway. Because <laughs> he's married, wife and kids at home. And damn. Then. The, the lady says, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to mess with him no more, blah, blah, blah. She says, I'm so sorry, right? Not her fault at all, because she didn't know. She, no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. Then the wife says, you know what? Please don't delete the video, because I don't want him lying about it. Dang. So, of course, now the whole world sees it. 1.2 million followers on TikTok. And you are such an asshole, an idiot. Maybe. What do you thinking? Look, if you, look, I, I, I've cheated, okay? I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. And I'm not proud of it, but I will just say I've cheated. But look, at the very least, my, my dude, if you're going to cheat, there's so many better ways to cheat. I'm not even endorsing cheating, but I'm just saying, how asinine and stupid are you to go to Miami of all places? You could have went overseas. Overseas? The country, my boy. I mean, oh, I'm man. just keeping it a buck. These are the things, how stupid we look when we try to do stuff. That's but why then, don't got no six cents. But then again, the woman, but oh, that's if nasty. the woman does it, right, we'll never know. We'll never know. Because we they're like know. cats. They cover their tracks. They cover their tracks. They're they not stupid. they not. They, right. Right. They, and I mean, they could have easily said, hey, I just took a picture of him because he was a fan of me on Facebook or something, on Instagram. They're like, they be, yeah. I don't understand it, bro. Now, you know, what what I where I'm at in life, brother, is is when it comes to us, even as black men, man. Um, what's there's there's a lot of cultural stereotypes as black men that we have to wear 
We got to wear different negative connotations on us, right? And one of the negative connotations that we have to wear as black men is that we cannot be faithful to our wives. Absolutely. Even if we've made mistakes and nobody's perfect, but you can't say that a man can't be reformed in, in the way that he thinks. He just has to work on himself to Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. So that's a cultural stereotype that me as a man personally, that I'm trying to, to debunk that you can be around beautiful women. You can, you can be around it, but at the same time, you have to have self-control. I actually, so I actually believe that this is my theory. And so, um, so just put, put you in the mind of practice, right? The mm-hmm. more practice you have, the better you get. So I believe this, and it might sound crazy. I believe if men were around more women often in different situations with their wives, right? of course, or a, a friend that's going to hold them accountable, mm-hmm. they will start to build a tolerance. It's not like I'm going now. I see it like, oh, man, I got to jump at it. Of course, the manhunter's still going to be in you, mm-hmm. right? You're still going to want to do it. But again, over time, no, I do this all the time. Like, okay, right? Yep. It's a tolerance, right? But if you, in your mind, you know, like, hey, I ain't finna go out. I ain't finna do this. And then that time you do go out, mm-hmm. hey, you ain't. <laughs> it's no coming back. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it be bad. It's a bad spot to be in. It's one of the darkest places you could go. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And. When I think about it, man, you're absolutely right. We as men, we always got that dog in us. We got a hunter in us. Yeah. But it's also about how we channeling what's in us. Right. So we can we can have that same dog in us for women. Yes. But if I'm am I charging that energy into chasing women? Right. Or am I charging that energy into looking at myself? Right. Fixing myself, allowing God to fix me from within. Am I putting it into my children? Am I putting it into my wife? Am I putting it into, you know, my endeavors? Right. Because that dog is going to be in me. That regardless. temptation is going to be there. Regardless. Regardless. But if I'm really charging that stuff into the things I got to do, then like you said, I don't even have energy to even play around. Absolutely. And so that was the kind of thing. So that's why I said like me being an entrepreneur, but also a husband first, like I make sure that I put a lot of my time in the prioritizing things that mean something to me or that benefits me, such as making money or feeling love by the ones that I share love with. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my kids and my wife. Yeah. And I tell men all the time, you don't have to be a man chasing woman. A man is going to be the hunter in you. So that woman is going to be acceptable or more attracted to the decision making that you make as a man versus you showing materialistic items such as monies or um, like I see the new thing now, they showing they Bitcoin wallets, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's dope. But again, you know, what type of woman are you attracting? And then for a man, if you're going to spend that energy attracting something that's not going to give back, you're the fool. Absolutely. That's real. That's real. I like that. Yeah, man, just want to say thank you again for all that rich perspective and insight, man. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. Dude is the real deal right here, man. You know, one thing I remember us talking about that really stuck with me was the generational wealth. You know, I think that's so important nowadays with you having children, you know, all of us having kids. We've got to be able to uh, 
use the wealth or use that the knowledge that we're learning through all these different channels and be able to, you know, build different ways. Absolutely. You know, to knowing that, you know, it's about building, it's about entrepreneurship, it's about, you know, assets over liabilities, it's about, you know, stocks and trading. So different things about things that we didn't even experience growing up. Absolutely. That makes sense. So that's real, bro. So I appreciate you. Man, appreciate that, brother. Yes, sir. So now we're at part of shop talk called In the Chair. Our version of the hot seat, but with little shop flavor on it. In the Chair allows us to learn a little bit about our guests and have a little fun at the same time. So what I'll do, Joseph, is I'll pose a couple of questions individually with you. And you just have a little bit of time to answer, so you got to answer as quickly as possible. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a few questions. You have 30 to 45 seconds to answer all these questions, so it's, it's real quick. Perfect. All right? All right, so you ready for this? Ready. Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole? J. Cole. All right. What is something that makes you uncomfortable? Uh, when people touch me. Okay. Only one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? <clears throat> Chicken. Okay. Dark liquor or light liquor? Dark. What is an assumption people make about you? I'm aggressive. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. That was good. That was good. We learned a little something about this guy. Man, that was dope, man. Thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit better, bro. Man, for sure, man. Anytime. Yes, sir. All right. So before we go, you know here at the Locks Lounge where we live to overcome cultural stereotypes. So, just tell us a little bit of advice that you would give to anyone listening on how to overcome cultural stereotypes, bro. Um, well, the number one thing is is know who you are, know your value, um, and if it's you know uh, male, female, um, definitely have be, stand on your morals. You know what what are your core values? What make you? You know, and last and not least, perspective is only temporary. Okay. So about that? perspective is only temporary because it changes often. I know a lot of people say your first impression is everything. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I build a rapport with you? What if I continue to show you different sides of me? You get to learn me. Now your perspective has changed. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say perspective is temporary. You want to know what my first impression of you was? Abs- What's that? thought you was an asshole. Dog. Bro, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, I get that all the time. I thought he was an asshole, real talk. I, I ain't going to front. And I think I met you in the church league at that. Basketball hooping. And, of course, that brings a different dog out of you. But it's a church league, so you think, like, people still going to be friendly with you? This dude wasn't, like, the friendliest dude. Right. I, I was just him. praying to God I'm giving y'all buckets. <laughs> Honestly, you think, like, he might have muscles and stuff, but he has no good jump shot. Let me just keep it a mark with you right here, man. I mean, yo, if y'all watch basketball, he's like Tony Allen. That's, oh, oh, man. Like Tony I, Allen out this zone, okay? <laughs> you know, where I'm like Dwayne Wade or something like oh, that. Don't let this guy fool you. He's yeah. hitting the back of the back. <laughs> <laughs> he's brick house, shorty. Only reason why is because I'm, I'm eating these uh, muscles for breakfast, fam. You hey, for saying? sure, but so. we keep these games over here. <laughs> Philly That's boys. Right. So we can at least agree on that. <laughs> right, 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 right. We but, stay eating. But that competitive and it's like, yo, you a bum. Nah, you ah, a bum. You, a bum. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Going at you. Uh. It's cool, but then we play on each other's team and right. we win. And so we win. Man, so I'll take that. Absolutely. (laughs) 
So Joseph, man, thank you so much for sharing your expertise in your business and career. Man, you just gave a lot of valuable insight and just enjoyed chilling with you, man. So I appreciate it. Man, for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, I have it. Just one of my closest guys right here, man. True brotherhood. So, you know, I just want to let you know, man, it's, it's really good to just have a lot of good moments where you can, like, transform your life. So, like I said, I've known this cat for about six going on seven years. So, you know, really being able to see you grow and then see your boy Mr. Locks Lounge grow, too. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. So, so just hope that we can all find some just good information and advice that you've had to share. I know that we can find that. So, you know, one thing I just want to add out and close out with, where can people find you, like, on social media? Uh, yeah, you can definitely find me on um, all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, at Restart Fitness, okay. also uh, Snapchat. Um, I also have a YouTube page, um, and my website is uh, www.restart, um, and make sure you put the hyphen between restartfitness.com. Okay. Now, last before you go, man, you were talking to me earlier about a great product that you have out on the market right now, man. So yes. tell us a little bit about this, man. Absolutely. So again, this is part of the generational web. So I started my own smoothie line. So I have six different smoothies. Mm -hmm. um, they're all natural, non-dairy uh, for all my lactose guys out there. Um, so they're made with coconut milk, uh, water, and also almond milk. And it's all natural ingredients to preserve. So right now what you're finna drink is called the Immune Boost. Okay. Um, it's really set for to try to help protect your... Uh, immune system, but also most importantly, your metabolism. Because again, we are in a pandemic, and one thing mm -hmm. I like to do and spread the wealth of, especially in our community, mm -hmm. is awareness. It's good, man. Hey, man, thank you. So, I, what, I what you're drinking is actually agave, carrots, all berry, strawberry, mm -hmm. blueberry, um, and it's actually in a great mixture. So, yeah. It's real good, man. Hey, thank you. Man, and I'm not even a smoothie person like that, mm -hmm. but I can really taste the agave. I can taste all the berries, Absolutely. and I can taste the carrots, too, man. For sure. It's real good, bro. Hey, man, thank you. Hey, y'all got to get this. So definitely follow Joseph at Restart Fitness. He's also at Joseph Page on Facebook. Man, look this guy up, man. He's a great cat, good man of God, a good father and a husband, man. And he can get you right in health and fitness. So Absolutely. definitely look out for my man. <laughs> so, man, last but not least, we want to thank you again for joining us at the Locks Lounge with your host, Tim Nicholas. Please make sure you, once again, like Share and follow us at the Locks Lounge Podcast on IG, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, where we are living to overcome cultural stereotypes. Be blessed. Have a good night.